Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring this podcast. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System, you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. At hundreds of locations across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE system technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unifydhealing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system. Welcome back to the Rise of the Young podcast. Today, we have somebody very special coming on the show, and that is Safe Ruby. If you don't know, Safe Ruby is the owner of Future Gen Sports and Luxury, which is a full-service sports and artist management agency that has over 20 years of experience at the highest level of sports, entertainment, and media. Alongside that, they deal with some of the biggest luxury brands in the world, providing consulting services across a wide range of products. Also, he is a co-founder of One Oak Dubai, Altitude Mask, and Hoop Dream Studios. That being said, make sure you follow safe, enjoy the show, screenshot this podcast, put it on your Instagram story, tag both of us. And that being said, enjoy the show. Welcome back to the Rise of the Young podcast. Today we have Saif Ruby here with us. Thanks so much for coming on the show, man. I'm very happy to be on this finally, uh, digitally, you know, from the other part of the world. Totally. So you're coming from Dubai, is that correct? Well, I'm from London originally, um, but I live in Dubai. Got it. So I've been following you for about a year now, and I know that you're in the sports business as well as multiple other businesses that we'll get into. But I'd love for you to tell the people more where you spend your time nowadays and what businesses that you're building. Um, So my main business is I'm a sports agent um, and I manage professional athletes and soccer players around the world. Got it. How long have you been doing that for? 20 years. 20 years. I'm curious, what, what got you into that 20 years ago? Um, I used to know a lot of big soccer players when I was growing up in London. And uh, basically, uh, it seemed like a cool thing to do, and uh, I got into it. Got it. What's been the most, I would say, interesting part when it comes to sports? How, how is it different today than it, when, you know, when you got into it 20 years ago? Um, unfortunately... I mean, the, the, it's a lot more of a business nowadays. So, you know, like any business where there's a lot of money, um, you know, different things get into play. And uh, it's very much a people's person game. So it's not, it's, it's a business that has totally different dynamics to any other normal business. Got it. Interesting. So when it, when it comes to sports um, just management, what does that look like on a day for people that may not know? Well, I manage the livelihood 
um, of you know professional sports people. So I negotiate their contracts, um, move them from team to team, organize their endorsements, marketing, um, make sure they stay out of trouble, and uh, and uh, yeah, just really keep it moving and uh, make it interesting. Got it. So, do you mind if I ask just? When it comes to the sports sports teams or players that that you work with, are you can you tell us more about so you know some of the people you work with or organizations? Um, well, I'm, I work with uh, you know mainly the Premier League in England, uh, which is obviously one of the biggest uh, sports leagues in the world that's watched you know by billions of people worldwide. Um, I have good relations with uh, quite a lot of the big teams in the UK. Um, you know, from Chelsea to Manchester City um, and all these kind of big teams that you kind of, you guys kind of have, uh, you know, that obviously the Premier League is shown live in the U.S. as well. So, um, you know, I have good relations there. And obviously, you know, m most of the world, I have a good network. Yep. What brought you to Dubai originally? And see, that's uh, the Burj Khalifa in the background, right? <laughs> yeah, that's Burj Khalifa, as you can see. Look. Yep. <laughs> I thought I'd, uh, it's just behind my, it's from my balcony, you could see it right out. Very cool. Yeah, so, uh, no, um, um, I actually, even though I was born in London, I grew up in Abu Dhabi. So, uh, I was always, uh, I knew the United Arab Emirates, and then when I was nine years old, I went back to London to, uh, you know, spend the rest, you know, most of my life, and then... Um, basically, I decided that Dubai was a great place to move to um, 10 years ago because uh, it's actually a place that's one of the biggest international hubs for business. Yep. So, yep. you know, obviously now lots of things, pretty much most of things in the world go through Dubai. Um, and even in the sports world, you know, because of the weather conditions here, which is quite nice all year round, um, all the teams, you know, come here through Dubai all the time. Yep. So Very that's cool. Dubai, and uh, and also it's tax-free, <laughs> which, uh, which uh, obviously has a big impact in terms of business development and and setting up business in general. Um, and yeah, and it's uh, hopefully you know, but when you guys make some time, hopefully once all this uh, you know Corona stuff dies down and you guys get a chance to come over here, you'll you'll see everything here, and it's it's nice. It's a nice part of the world. Totally. How is it over there right now with coronavirus? Is it? It's uh, it's shut down. I mean, it's shut down. There's uh, there's a lockdown from 8 p.m. till 6 a.m. every day. Wow. Um, and uh, they're sanitizing all the roads and everything. So, you know, it's very uh, movement is very very slow. Got it. Interesting. Got it. So I know you're uh, a part of one of Dubai. How did that come to your life? <laughs> Yeah, well, I mean, I know the guys that own One Oak in New York, you know, the main guys. And uh, basically, me and a couple of other partners uh, from Dubai basically put the whole deal together to open up One Oak in Dubai. Very so, cool. uh, cool. you know, we opened that up. We were actually supposed to be having our two-year anniversary party, like, last week. <laughs> so... So I I, I, I I guess that's going to get put on hold till whenever everything goes back online. So um, so yeah, so that was that was cool, um, cool project to be involved in, and also again for networking purposes is great because 
you know, obviously One Oak is the number one, world's number one nightlife brand. Um, so again, whenever international people are in Dubai, you know, they come through to the club. And obviously for me, whenever I have my soccer players or, you know, music people that I deal with or any people in business in general, you know, it's good to be able to take them out there. Totally. So you talk about a lot, a lot about networking and I follow you on Instagram and you're always just, just you know, the elite. When did you start putting focus into building your network and how did that start happening throughout your career? Um, I guess it happened from when I was very young because, uh, you know, when I started to meet all the different soccer stars that were obviously older than me when I was younger and, uh, and then, you know, sport is a good way of, of opening doors in terms of other businesses because everybody loves soccer. So. Yeah. Uh, for me, it was quite a good way of uh, basically, you know, um, using soccer to open up business doors, let's say. So, you know, I, I and also I get to travel the whole world. So I've been, you know, everywhere in the world because of sport and uh, and it's good. And, and obviously it's enabled me to get involved with other businesses, uh, which obviously we'll talk about, you know, shortly um, that, that are enabling me to. I, I like to kind of like cross brand. Yep. So I like to be involved in businesses that all are able to potentially help each other. Okay. I'd love to, to dive into that. You know, the different companies you're involved with. I know Altitude Mask you talk about on social, but what are some of the other projects you have going on? There it is. <laughs> there, there it is. So, yeah, so this is the Altitude Mask. Let me uh, Let me put it on for you. Very cool. Very cool. And basically, it's a, it's a uh, resistance training mask, yep. Um, yep. which actually, obviously, during this whole time, everyone's been going crazy over them because they cover up your whole mouth fully. Um, but, and the idea with this particular version is that it's resistance training for your lungs and for your heart. So it kind of in, it increases your endurance. Um, so when you train with this, it's, it's, it's obviously quite difficult, well, not difficult, but well, the, the, the filters can be changed. So basically you can have different variety of settings. Um, but I'm actually working on something which if, if, you know, once it happens with altitude mask, it will basically blow away the whole world when it comes to all that shit that's been going on at the moment. Yeah. So, yeah. uh, so yeah, so, you know, it's, uh, again, because of my network and sports, you know, I'm able to get these on all big soccer stars, celebrities, what have you, um, you know, all across the world. Um, and yeah, they all love it. So even now, everyone's been hitting me up. I'll play, and we're all we're, we're all sold out. So it's crazy. Hey, when did that? Uh, when did we start Altitude Mask? Yeah. Uh, we started it, I think, around five years ago now. So. Um, and, you know, like uh, right now, like I said, we're working on uh, the next stage of the development of the product um, where I can't say too much, but um, basically, you know, we want it to benef have a real benefit in terms of your training, your health and all this kind of stuff. So um, fingers crossed, you know, obviously you'll be the first to know once we uh, get something popping and uh, no doubt I'll be sending you some, some prototypes when it's ready. I love it. 
So when it comes to just, you know, the mask itself with, with happening coronavirus, you said that people are utilizing these for health purposes just on an everyday basis. Is that correct? Yeah, I mean, I mean, look, we're not this this the altitude mask is not an, an N95 mask with the filters and all that. But obviously it pretty much, you know, it, it doesn't allow any outside air to come in. So um, but people who've already always been using the product anyway, are now just kind of using it more so every day um, and loving it. So, but like I said, you know, we have much bigger plans and visions with the product anyway, which we're working on. So for me, it's like uh, what's going on now is great, but what we have planned over the next, you know, three to six to eight months time, then it's going to be a different ball game. Very cool. I'm curious, have you guys seen like an influx of customers since all this virus outbreak or what is yeah, that? Yeah, but that's what I'm telling you, we're sold out. So it's like, uh, you know, it's gone crazy, but also it's a, it's been a bit of a hindrance for us because, you know, there's been like a lot of um, companies trying to jump on this Corona bandwagon with products. Yep. So we've kind of had a bit of a headache from like shipping purposes and things like that because people like some of the shipping agents are thinking that we're like some new product. And we're like, no, man, like we've been around for years and like, you know, our product is a product for training and things like that. So, you know, you, you get, you know, there's pros of it and also some difficulties you got to handle when it comes to logistics. But, you know, me and my partners are working hard all the time to make sure that's that's done smoothly. Very cool. I sort of want to change gears just in terms of, you know, being in Dubai these last 10 years. That's been an explosive market, not only from a real estate perspective, but just the city itself. How have you experienced, you know, just living in the city as it's grown so much this past decade? Uh, it's crazy because I always tell people like Dubai changes every six months. <laughs> and, you know, usually I take two or three months off in the summer to, to be in Europe. Um, so yeah. I work from because I can work from anywhere anyway. Like, you know, we're all working remotely now anyway. But like uh, in the summer, I usually take two to three months off when I go to Europe. So. When I come back from the summer, back to Dubai, like September, October time, like new hotels, new buildings, and it's it's crazy all the time. What do you believe, you know, is causing it to explode in the way it has these last 10 years, 10 years? Um, like I said, for me personally, it's, 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 the, it's the number one international hub for business, for networking. Obviously, um, there's different types of hubs, obviously, like Los Angeles, for example, is great for the entertainment world. You know, if you're in acting or music, it's great. But all round kind of business hub networking, Dubai is great because you get people from Asia, Africa, Europe, America coming through all the time. Yep. yep. Very cool. What do you see the next 10 years for Dubai? what the expansive, the expansive BC? I mean, look, right now, I think, obviously, everybody is very worried about what's going on around the world in terms of how much it's going to set everybody back economically. Yep. Um, but the good thing about Dubai and their rulers and the UAE and their rulers in general is that, you know, they're very quick to support the people and support business and economy because you know, without business and economy, there's no country and there's no city, there's no Dubai. So, um, I, you know, look, I think uh, once the dust settles uh, 
from uh, all this, you know, coronavirus, you know, pandemic, which is obviously unfortunate to the world. But, you know, even now there's obviously been word of the expo, which was meant to start in October for 2020 um, in the in Dubai, which was meant to be the biggest thing you know, in the history of Dubai. And that's going to looks like it's going to get pushed back a year. Mm. So, I mean, look, again, if it gets pushed back a year, it means it's an extra year of preparation for the expo, make it more amazing, um, which is going to attract millions of visitors from around the world. Um, and again, like also, Dubai is a great choice for people living in Europe to come and live and, and set up, you know, homes and shops and whatever because of the way the economy is. But I mean, look, it's not easy out here, but, you know, with the right with the right mindset and the right working mentality, you know, people can succeed here. Yep. Love that. So I want to sort of change the gears more to, you know, sports side of it. You talk a lot about, you know, businesses like one oak and the mask and the sports that tie together. What other companies any uh, ads to that? Yeah, so basically what I did a, a year and a half ago is I opened up a, um, a high, basically it's like a, a sports medical high performance um, fitness center, medical clinic, um, gym, which basically international athletes, when they're injured and want to do their rehab and their conditioning, any time of the year, they come to Dubai and they come and do it with us. So again, that's been really good because, um, again, I've had some of the biggest stars in the world of sport and even 50 Cent when he was in Dubai, he actually came and had a workout in the gym. Uh, yeah, which was quite quite fun. But, um, you know, again, it's it's a good part of my businesses because it mean you know especially when you're doing sports medicine because you're not even sports medicine just fitness in general so it's good because we're taking care of people's health so um again people like that um, sports people like that athletes like that and for me it's great to keep relations you know i've had some guys you know uh, from the nfl come and train in the center um obviously all different types of sports people um not just soccer um and you know it's good so for me, it's great because, again, I tie an altitude mask, you know, the, the, the fitness center is called Transform Altitude. Um, and, you know, it's great. Very cool. Did you grow up playing sports yourself? I did. A million years ago, once upon a time, when my fitness was a lot better, I used to be a very high-level rugby player. Okay. Um, cool. And then I kind of realized that um, I was more into the business side of things. Mm -hmm. So I focused on that, and uh, here we are. Very cool. Just with the, I'm just curious. I love the, the altitude mask itself because I know you guys. I've been following you on social media, and you guys crush it when it comes to social media marketing. How has social media played a role in all of this networking? Um, it's great because obviously you're able to get your message across, you know, globally, internationally, very quickly, uh, to anywhere, any people. Um, very directly, very quickly, and you know, again, it's all about uh, uh, imagery and uh, you know, like how you market your products. And obviously, you know, with Altitude Mask, you know, people love the whole Bane look. Yeah, so, so it's quite, you know, it's it's quite, um, you know, it's quite menacing, and people love it. So, um, you know, that's been really good. Um, and yeah, and uh, you know, I've got a few other things. Uh, I'm also involved in, um, I don't know if you've seen, uh, 
I also manage a young artist from England called George Rollo. Yep, okay, right here. Yep, that's yep. the kid. So yeah. he. So tell me about him. I was looking into him. It has that sort of Alec Monopoly vibe to it. <laughs> no, 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 no. I mean, Alec is my friend, but George is on another level to any artist in that genre you're ever going to see. Like yeah. his, his, his work and his quality, and, 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 he, and he's 21 years old. Wow. So he, he actually came from England and moved to Dubai. Okay. And, uh, you know, he does work for all the biggest stars from the world of music and sport and entertainment. So Drake hits him up to get stuff done. Tiger, you know, he does, he's done shoes for Tiger, 50, all the biggest stars. And his work is, is next level. So, uh, you know, his, this, 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 this boy, I think, can be a superstar. Wow. So, yeah. Yeah, I'm looking at a lot of his work now. He's insane. <laughs> no, the work... The quality of the work, you have to see it. It's like better than anything you're ever going to see in your life. Wow. How do you uh, connect with him? What's the story there? Um, again, we, you know, I was actually a client of his. Okay. And, okay. Uh, and then um, he had like some of the biggest people in management all trying to hit, holler at him saying, oh, manage me, manage me, manage me. But I kind of showed him love and he was like, you know, um, what do you think about me, you know, me managing him? And I was like, look, I love art anyway. Um, you know, I'm a collector myself. And uh, I basically uh, said, okay, you know, the place where you should come to is Dubai because Dubai is very much into luxury goods and uh, art and things like that. So he's been over here, you know, almost a year and, uh, and he's been like fully booked all the time. Cool. So, cool. so people are sending in like hundred thousand dollar Birkin bags to get you know painted on. You know he's doing stuff for soccer players. You know he's got Drake hitting him up for stuff, and you know and it's 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 cool. Like OVO show him a lot of love, and uh, you know he, he you know but he's he's very humble. He's uh, you know coming up in the game, and I believe he has a lot of potential because of how talented he is all around. Yeah. Very cool. How long have you been collecting art? Um, I've been a collector for a few years now. I kind of caught the bug, but again, I like all kinds of different art. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, you know, it's, it's all good. I'm curious, if someone wants to get a piece from them, is there like a, a line that people have to wait in before they get a custom piece, or what does that look like? Well, to be honest, like, again, we get hit up for commissions all yep. the time, yep. and uh, be it like canvas work, be it, you know, shoes, um, you know, your Louis Vuitton bag, whatever it is. Um, and jo but George is, is quite, you know, he, he works quite, you know, he's quite good. He works, uh, you know, he can do like seven pieces at the same time. Yep. So, you know, when he's in the studio and in the zone, um, you know, all depends, like, like anything. I mean, obviously there's a small waiting list, but we try and turn things around, but again, because the quality of the work, like I told you, you know, if you, if you go on his page, have you see you, you see there's a there's a uh, Godfather piece on a bag. Is it recent? Yeah, I think so. I don't know. Hold on, let me just check. I'll check while we're on the phone together. Yeah, I'm just, his stuff. Is I'll make sure everyone listening. I'll make sure to link his Instagram down below. You can check it out yourself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's. Uh, He's, uh, hold on. Yeah, so, well, like, he did a piece for 
So, for example, the piece that I'm talking to you about, hold on, I'll show you which one it is. This one here. Oh, yeah. So it's it's not too far down. It's 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 like yeah. It's, it's not it's it's not an old one. Okay. Okay. Can you see it? I'm trying to find it on my page. It's on the it's it's only on the fifth sixth line. Okay. Oh yeah, right here. There you go. Very cool. So so for example, he actually did that piece for me, and uh, and Louis uh, uh, Christian Labutan were doing um, that that's on a christian labutan bag and uh they had an event that was going on in dubai so uh me and george went to the event with the bag and basically <laughs> like the head of like middle east was going crazy over the bag because even christian labutan himself okay when when he came to dubai uh, before that time was messing around with like some shoes and bags and basically messed it all up <laughs> so because normally these luxury brands don't like artists painting on them because they don't know about the quality mm -hmm. so when people see George's work they go crazy because they're like oh wow like they can't believe the work is that cool and also all the all the paint and everything is all fully protected waterproof the whole nine wow very cool <laughs> at least 22 you said right or 21 yeah he just turned 22 okay That's yeah sick. I also wanted to, to bring up on your Instagram, it says Hoop Dream Studios. What's that? That is a super new project, actually. I'm involved in, like, I'm talking about hot off the press, like, two days ago. <laughs> okay. And, uh, and if you go and look on it, yep. it's basically yep. art-inspired basketball hoops. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Very cool. And basically, my part, yeah. <laughs> and and my part my partner in that I don't know if you know him from LA DJ Ski. Oh yep DJ Ski. So DJ Ski who owns Dash Radio. Yep. Uh, and Dash Radio is one of the biggest digital radio stations in the world and he's 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 you know he's the he's the, he's the founder of Dash Radio and um, Ski got me into this Hoops uh, Studios and basically I mean James Harden's got one. I mean, like you can customize them. You can have them small, mini size, big size, different things. If you go and obviously look on the page, it's, I mean, it's only a new page, but if you look on the page, you'll see like, you know, the games has one. So people um, can buy these as is. Like, yeah, yeah, they, yeah, yeah. You, you, you buy them as is, uh, you know, for your office, for your house. It's crazy. This is sick. <laughs> I didn't even know. I looked at it right before we hopped in the call and I was like, this is very interesting. Oh, my buddy, uh, Nick Gross. Follows you guys. Very cool. Yeah. Okay. And, like, and, and, and I don't know if you know, but Dash Radio opened like a 20,000 square feet new HQ on Hollywood uh, Boulevard. Yep. So, so around the back of the, 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 the studios, they've got like a full on basketball court with one of, with one of the hoops there. Okay. Very cool. cool. So basically like, um, you know, I invested into the company and, uh, and I'm going to be distributing the hoops in the Middle East as well. That's so tight. I've never seen a concept like that. And very, I'm make sure to make sure obviously link it down below and promote it on social because that is such a cool concept. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's the, it's the coolest. It's the cool. Listen, in terms of whether, in terms of design and in terms of artistic flavor, it's like anyone who likes basketball, which is obviously a lot of people, yep. it's the coolest yep. thing you can ever have in your home or office.
Yep. Is this the is this what we're referring to at the the Dash Studios? Exactly. Okay. That, oh, it's actually on a hoop too, like the whole thing. Yes, it is. No, no, it's, it's a legit. You know, it's a, you can legitimately play basketball with it if you wanted. So a lot of celebrities go through there and use the hoop, and you know, very cool. There you go. About luxury goods, I know that um, we both have a, a mutual friend, Christopher King, Mr. King. Yes. Um, how long have you known him for? I'm curious. Yeah, I mean, I, I know him through my LA connections, uh, yeah. through Ugo, who's a big stylist in LA, who is a stylist for Justin Bieber and all these guys. Um, so again, you know, like I have a lot of good friends in LA um, who, yeah. you know, I've been dealing with over the years. And obviously, because I live in Dubai, so I'm like the Dubai guy, basically. So, you know, that's how it goes. I wanted to show love with Chris. I know that he uh, he's a luxury goods industry as well. But yeah. I want to talk about to coronavirus travel schedule. How how long have you traveling? How long have I been traveling or not traveling? Well, I'm saying like when there's not a worldwide pandemic, are you usually on the road or are you in Dubai or all the time or what does that look like? Um, I mean, I'm, I'm to be honest, I'm like, uh, um, when I'm, uh, um, it depends really, like uh, I'll go through different times when I'll be traveling a lot, um, whether it's in Europe for my work um, or I'll be posted up here in Dubai and taking care of stuff over here. But you know, to be honest, I like to be on the move because when I'm on the move, it means I'm doing business. Yeah, totally. Very cool. Yeah. What's an, just an average day look like, right? You have all these projects going on. I'm sure you have, you know, a lot in your plate. What does yeah. your day to day look like? like um, well, again, normally when it's not like pandemic time, but, you know, the, the good thing about being in Dubai is I'm able to do Dubai stuff in the morning. So what that means is by the time lunchtime, Dubai time comes, European people are work, waking up. So then at lunchtime, I'm able to operate on European timing. And then by the time the evening comes, like now, I mean, it's like 9.30 in the evening now, I'm able to you know, communicate with my folks and friends and, you know, in, in the U.S., whether it's East Coast or West Coast. Yeah, that's very cool. 10.30 right now, we're just getting started. <laughs> there you go. Very cool, very cool. So I'm curious, just I want to dive into there's a lot of young people that listen to the show that you know they're starting their first business, they're entrepreneurs. What advice would you give to a young entrepreneur that's starting their first business? Um, I mean, look, believe in yourself, keep working hard, don't let people tell you that you can't do it. Um, obviously, be sensible with whatever it is you're doing in terms of the financial side of things. Um, again. You know, you, you know, the young generation now, obviously, it's so much cheaper and easier to set up businesses because of digital world and social media and things like that. So enable to actually do stuff, it's, it's, it's much more easier entry barrier than it was when I first got in the game 20 plus years ago. Yeah, yeah, very cool. How has, you know, everything you do with social media and technology you know, completely revolutionized business overall? How have you been able to stay, you know, fluid and adapt through all of the Um, I mean, look, like, obviously, I'm not an expert, but I try and, you know, use social media to keep my international network together, especially in times like this when, you know, you can't physically see people. So you have to try and let people know what you're up to in a certain degree. 
or um, and 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 get things around. So you know you gotta you gotta use that to your advantage because that way you know people know you're still alive and you know you're still you're you're still in the game basically. So you know and obviously you know not obviously there's a lot of make believe in social media. So you gotta be able to like you know divide up who the real you know people are to 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 who the you know who the fakes are. You know what I mean? But, you know, I try and keep it real and just, just keep it moving. Yeah, for sure. How long have you been putting out content on, on yourself? I know you have a, you know, big audience and you yeah. content. How long have you been really focused on putting content on yourself? My, my audience is not as big as yours, bro. So hopefully I'll be able to, like, I'll be able to peel off some of your followers. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> for sure. I was going to follow you after this one. <laughs> but, um, no, I mean, look, again, it's being able to appeal to different demographics and different things. And, you know, um, I've been trying to like, I like to joke a lot as well. So, you know, I used to joke a lot on my, on my Instagram and my Twitter and things like that. But sometimes obviously, unfortunately, some people don't really have a sense of humor. So you got to kind of, you got to tone it down a little bit. So, uh, so if you obviously look at all my content now, it's, it's a bit more, kind of like not corporate but yeah it's a bit more you know straight down the line so uh um i'm I'm trying to do that and obviously like i said you know now with a few things that projects that we have going on like you know the hoop dreams and things like that you know we're gonna be uh you know we're gonna be doing a lot of new stuff so yeah it's cool very cool i just got a couple more questions man so just I want to pivot back to hoop dreams because I'm fascinated with this. What does you know one of these custom pieces of art, basketball hoops, go for if someone was to be in the market for it? Um, to be honest, it's it's not the the beautiful thing about it and the product, and this is why like I this is why I kind of believed in the concept and and the product and and the artist who actually inve- kind of not in, well invented it. Yeah, so um, is that. Um, they come in different kind of designs, shapes, and sizes. So you could pick one up from $600 up to like two and a half, three thousand dollars $3,000 for like a Mac Daddy big one, maybe even bigger if you get one with like lights and different yep. effects and things like that. But, um, you know, to be fair, it's, it's, it's quite affordable in terms of the price range for people that are into that. And, um, uh, yeah, and like I said, it's cool because you could even get a small one and put it in your office and just play mini basketball with it. Yeah, <laughs> very cool. I found it fascinating because everything you do taps into you know the sports world in some way, shape, or form. You know, with the gym and training and the mask and the agency and now yeah. hoops. And I think it's cool how you've you know put together this portfolio of businesses that all relate to your core mission. Was that a plan from the like beginning, or has uh-huh. it? Just- compounded into that, into that. To, to be honest i'm a kind of person i'll always try and do things anyway so i'm not afraid to fail you know you have to fail in order to succeed you have to fail in order to experience and learn things so um i've always liked mix and matching you know bringing things together bringing people together and uh and also it's uh it's uh you know, I've always I've always been that minded where I know you know cross branding and marketing is very very important. So if you're able to do that with businesses that you have an interest in, then it makes sense. Yep. Very cool. Very cool. Two more things. Just 
like you just said, dealing with challenge challenges as an entrepreneur, what advice do you give to someone that, you know, maybe going through something right now, especially with this pandemic happening where, where they're unemployed or they lost a job or whatever it is, what's your advice to someone that's just dealing with a major challenge in their life? I mean, look, it's a really bad time in the world right now, uh, be it people in the U.S., people in the U.K., Europe, all around the world. Um, obviously, some places are suffering a lot more than other places. Um, you know, my advice is, you know, keep, 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 you know, keep believing. Uh, I think in these kind of times, you have to kind of downsize all your operations, downsize what you're doing, hold it down. Obviously, now with the, all this different isolation and, you know, um, um, lockdowns around the world, so there's not much you can do anyway. Um, but it's it's not easy. So, you know, I, I know obviously different countries are trying to help all the different. Um, uh, you know, individuals, uh, workers, um, uh, entrepreneurs as well. You know, small businesses owners and things like that. So, look, you know, we, we're all, we're all, we, we're basically we've all got to hang in there, and hopefully come out of it. You know, better and stronger. Yep, love it. Well, last but not least, I want to say just because you do a lot of things with you know the luxury goods market, and I think it's been very fascinating to see how luxury goods and you know, hip hop culture have really been intertwined these last five years. What's your advice to someone that wants to tap to that world? Because it's such a hot topic right now, especially in the hip hop music industry. Um, yeah, I mean, look, again, depending on where you are in the world, it's very important to just get yourself out there on the road, on the street, you know, like uh, also digitally as well, obviously, depending on what you're selling or what you're trying to get into. Um, but you know, it's uh, it's all about getting yourself out there and, and trying to connect yourself with the, with the right, you know, uh, align yourself correctly. It's very very important how you align yourself and, and how you, you you get down to work. Very cool. Well, so I just want to say thank you so much for coming on the show, man. Where can people follow you and stay updated with all the projects you have going on? Um, yeah, I mean the main one is, is Safe PR S A I F P R, which is my Instagram. Very cool. I'm well, sure. I'm sure. Um, which I'm that, sure you're going to kindly uh, let people know about. Totally, yeah. I'll link it down below and I'll link everything that we talked about from One Oak to the Hoop Dreams to the artists we spoke about. So everyone listening, make sure you go check Sife out, everything that we talked about out. And other than that, man, thank you so much for coming on the show. All good, brother. Listen, I'm just, uh, we're ready for you in Dubai. So hopefully once everything calms down, you and your team come out and uh, we'll do something uh, super special out here. Absolutely, man. Thanks so much for coming on. Brilliant. I'll speak to you later, brother. Take it easy.